hello, and greetings to each of you this day. I am your host of the Being Love in Action podcast, Reverend Casey Williams of King C. Williams Ministries. Listen, I am a grace girl, a daughter of the King of Kings, and a disciple and lover of Jesus Christ. And I invite you to walk with me today as I share the word of encouragement. So grab your coffee or have a sip of tea with me while being encouraged, empowered, and even challenged as we learn through the gospel of Jesus Christ, the life applications of what it truly means to be love in action. Good morning, good morning, good morning to all of you on today. I just want to say God bless you, and it is always an honor and a pleasure to meet with my brothers and sisters here on the podcast. I pray that wherever you may be in the world on today, that the glory of God is shining in your heart. The joy of the Lord is yours, regardless of whatever you may be facing. Amen. And I just always want to just say thank you for tuning in to the Being Love in Action podcast. You know, this morning, if I can be honest, it is 3.35 right now, Central Standard Time here, 3.35 a.m. I got up about 1.32 this morning, um, and it is Wednesday morning here where I am. And I just wanted to, as I got up, if if I can be honest, I got up, I had a, a weird dream. And um, I got up and I just began to go through my house and, and, and I set up and well, I set up in my bed originally. And then I got up and I knew that God was waking me up earlier than normal to pray. Um, and so I got up and I kind of walked through my house and checked on everyone. And, you know, and then I came in my prayer closet and I began to have just prayer. I, I just was in a a feeling in a spirit of just worshiping God. Amen. And so this morning, as I was in my own private and devotional time, you know, normally we do the podcast once a week, but I am a person whenever I do something, you know, we always, you know, we've been taught that, you know, in life that you should make a plan. And I think that's important. But as believers in Jesus Christ, ones who have said, you know what, I give God reign of my life. We know and understand that it is imperative to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us. Amen. And so if I can be honest with you today, as I begin to prepare my heart and mind for my private devotion time and, you know, where I am here, you know, we we talked about it. I've been in prayer because all over the world, you know, people are dealing with illnesses. You know, you get family members that are getting diagnosed with cancer and friends and, you know, all of these other things that we can get diagnosed with, whether it's heart disease and diabetes or, you know, um, now we have the coronavirus and it seems like every couple of years there's some type of virus that is infecting the people all over the globe amen you know our hearts and prayers are going out to those people in china and those people all over the world who have been infected with the coronavirus in italy i don't know all of the places because honestly i try not to listen to the news 
all the time and all day. I believe that in the end, we must be aware of believers of what's going on in the world. Amen. But we also have to understand sometimes we have to slow down from all the social media and all those things because it'll begin to come into your spirit and then you'll be affected and then people start getting anxious and worried. Yes, we need to prepare. Yes, we need to always be mindful of that. But I never believe that God wants his people to live in a, in a, in a spirit of fear. Amen. The Bible says that God has given, not given us a spirit. He's given us three things. He's given us a spirit of power, a spirit of love and a sound mind. Amen. And so I just wanted to pray with you today and Honestly, it's it's, you know, um, I believe in praying the word of God because God says that he's watching and waiting to see his word fulfilled. Amen. That's important for us to know that the word of God is imperative to our lives. Amen. And so as we as I was praying. And um, I was doing my personal devotion. God laid on my heart, Job. And many of us who are believers, we know the story of Job. He was a man of God that was allowed to be tested. He lost his children and loved ones in one day. He lost his wealth in every day, like a day within a week span of time or several few days. He lost everything. And then on top of that, he lost his wealth. He lost his children. He lost majority of his friends. You know, he was a prominent man. He was a man of righteousness. So he was a good guy. And many times in life, you know, many of us are, are believers in Christ. We know that we are not without sin. We, you know, but we strive and we purpose to live a life that's pleasing to God every day. And that's the reality of this life we live as believers. But sometimes, you know, we experience things. We will experience hardships. We'll experience things. And sometimes we become hurt. We become discouraged. We think maybe that God is punishing us or, you know, whatever the case may be in our hearts. And we just got to be honest about those feelings sometimes. And so I was led to Job, the book of Job. And I looked at first verse in chapter 36. Because I begin to think about Job and all of his affliction, you know, you know, the, the, the enemy said to God, the only reason why Job is, is such a devout follower of you, God, is because you have given him so much wealth and you have given him honor and respect. But I believe that if you take all of those things away, that he will curse you. And that's what the enemy said to God. And so God said, OK, try my faithful servant, Job, but whatever you do, don't touch. You cannot kill him. Amen. That was the deal. He said, you can do whatever you want, meaning allow those things. Remember, God has to allow some things in our lives. And so he allowed those things. He allowed the enemy to wreak havoc through natural stuff. Right. His children, the collapsing of the children, his, the children dies and he lose all. The, so those were natural things that kind of happened in this man of God's life. And, and, and I don't think we really think about how difficult that was for Job, even in his love for God. And then his wife, who was a grieving mother, a grieving mother. I think she probably grieved more for her children than anything. Everything that she had were her kids. I mean, we can always replace, you know, material things. And many of us who are listening have experienced traumatic things in our lives. You know, for me and, and living and coming from New Orleans where um, Katrina devastated 
the Gulf Coast region. Amen. And as a result of Katrina, I lost everything. My family lost everything. No, nope, we didn't. We don't have any more pictures of our of our kids and all of those things that we have, unless some of our family members, you know, somewhere else outside of Louisiana has them. You know, many of you have experienced hurricanes. You've experienced tsunamis, or maybe you've experienced hardships in the lands that you live in. You know, there's so much hurt. There's so much pain going on. And I was encouraged this morning through Job. And I just wanted to pray with you the word of God. Today, I want us to honor God. As we think about who he is in his majesty, in his glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Remember, Job lost everything. All he had left was his wife. And then he was dealing with the disease. It says that he scraped with pottery his skin. He had boils. Can you imagine anyone ever had a skin affliction? Oh, come on. I was born with eczema. As a little baby, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't wear all the sweet smelling stuff. It would mess up my skin. Even now, I have bouts where it breaks out and then, you know, it goes away. I've had to deal with that all of my life. Amen. Yes, I'm being honest. I'm being transparent because, see, one of the things as believers in Christ, we got to learn that we got to release these things unto God. I thank God for this anointed woman of God, Apostle Ava Stringfellow. She taught on releasing the other night to the women of God that was on the conference call. We're doing um, facilitated by another, a powerful woman of God, uh, Apostle Patricia uh Henry, we're doing the 40 day soul fast, living an authentic life. The book by Dr. Cindy Trim. We've been doing that now. We're on our seven day. Today will be the eight day. And I tell you, these women of God are bringing it. They're bringing God's word in such a way that it is changing not only my life, but the lives of the women that are coming on and the men. It's not just for women. Amen. And one of the things we're learning is that you got to release all of that stuff that we have bottled in. We got to release that hurt. We got to release those things from our past. We got to release those things that have bound us and kept us from going forth, even though we're still in it. Some of us are still in the suffering stages. Glory to God. And I'm, I'm talking about Job because Job was still in a suffering season of his life. And in that suffering season, he had three friends that stood by him, but yet even his friends didn't really understand what he was going through. And in their human capacity, they begin to give him advice based on what they thought in the natural. That's why when you're walking in the spirit of God, you got to know, you got to know, you got to know who you are. You got to know who God is in spite of what others say that's around you. Many who call themselves believers are still operating in a spirit of worldly understanding. The Bible tells us that we are to set our minds on the things above and not on earthly things. That is Colossians 3 and 2. Beloved of God, this man of God was in a state. He was in a state of suffering. And one of his friends, Eli High, said to him in chapter 32, in verse 15, 
He said, but those who suffer, he delivers in their suffering. He speaks to them in their affliction. Do you know, beloved of God, that God will speak to you right now? He's speaking to many of us right now in our afflictions. You notice that I included myself. I am not above or beneath the things that God is allowing in my life. Beloved of God, do you understand that this podcast is part of my process? It allows me to be strengthened and encouraged through the word of God in my process while encouraging and strengthening my brothers and sisters in Christ. And it says... In verse 16, 16, he is wooing you from the jaws of distress to a spacious place free from restriction to the comfort of your table laden with choice food. Listen. Job's friends begin to speak. And then Job begins to speak to God. And here is where I want to pray and adore God for his majesty and why. This is something that I didn't plan. It was impromptu. God gave me this this morning. And he said, share it. Share it with your brothers and sisters so they can understand really who I am. Oh, beloved of God, I don't even think we really understand who God is in all of his majesty and all of his might. We're so consumed in the world and what is happening around the world, all the negativity, all of the, the, the pain and the suffering. But God will speak to us in the suffering of our afflictions, beloved of God. It is all around us in nature. God's majesty and his will is all around us in his majesty. If we just take and stop and look and see who God is. Oh, beloved of God. God begin to speak. He begins to speak. To Job. And then the word of the Lord said in chapter 38. I'm going to be praying different parts from chapter 38, 39 and 40. And I'm in the book of Job. Amen. If you haven't read the book of Job, I pray that you read it to get an understanding of this man of God's story to encourage you. But here is how it begins. Remember, Job is in a spirit of affliction. He's afflicted. He lost everything. He's lost physical, material possessions. He lost all his children. His wife is grieving. She's telling him to curse God. His friends are telling him, Job, you must have done something wrong. Because if you had not, you wouldn't be in this predicament. He says, but God will deliver you out of your suffering. God speaks to you. And then God begins begins to speak in 
chapter 38. And this is what God says to Job in the storm. Now, beloved of God, we can go into prayer. We're going into the adoration, a prayer of adoration of who God is. And then God says, who is them that obscures my plan with words without knowledge? Brace yourself like a man. I will question you and you shall answer me. God will speak to you out of the storms of your life. And then God says to Job, where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Tell me if you understand that it was I who marked off its dimensions. Surely you know it was I who stretched a measuring line to cross it. Oh, that were its footing set. Or it was I who laid the cornerstone. He said it was I while the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy. It is I, the Lord of Lord and the King of Kings. The Lord will speak in your affliction. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God said it is I who speaks out of your affliction. Oh, it is I. God said who shut up the sea behind the doors. He said it is I that gave it the opportunity to burst forth from the wound. He said, have you ever given orders to the morning? It is God that gives orders to the sun to rise in the morning and the moon to set in the day. Do you understand, beloved of God? We adore the King of Kings. It is the God that we serve that set it up. He says, it is high. Thank you, Lord God. It is God, the lover of our souls. It is God, the one who said he took the earth and he shaped it like clay under the seal. It was God in the features that stood out like those of a garment. Oh God, we adore you today for it is you, God, that journeyed to the springs of the sea. It is you, God, that walked in the recesses of the deep. It is you, God, that have the gates of death been shown to you. It is you, God, that seen the gates of the deepest darkness. Oh, it is you, God. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb of God. He it is you God our Savior the lover of our souls it is you God who am I who are we oh God that you are mindful of us oh God oh God thank you Lord oh God it is you Lord that knows when to give the mountain births allowed to have birth it is you God that watch when the doe bears give their fawn. It is you that count the months till they bear. It is you, God, that know the time that they give birth. It is you, God, that crouch down and bring forth their young. Their labor pains are ended. Oh, God, it is you, oh, God, who let the wild donkey go free and untie its ropes, oh, God. Oh, Father, we thank you today, God. 
that in our afflictions when we doubt who you are oh God when we see all of the chaos around us oh God it is you oh God the almighty that holds all the power in his hands it is you our God hallelujah to your name oh God it is you that speaks in our affliction, oh God. Oh Father, I pray that every man and woman on the podcast today that hears this word, oh God, that hears this prayer, God, let them be mindful, God, that you have not forgotten about them, that even in their affliction, God, you are the one that controls everything, Lord. Oh God, today, We thank you for your word, oh God. We thank you, God, for who you are, oh God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God, because it is you that can pull into the fire a Leviathan with your fish, oh God. It is you, God. It is you. It is you, God. It is you, God, that allows the hawk to take flight by your wisdom and spread its wings toward the south, oh God. It is you that allows the eagle to soar at your command, oh God, and build its nest on high. It is you that allow it to dwell on the cliffs and stay there at night, oh God. It is you, oh God. That give the horse its strength. It is you that clothe its neck with a flowing mane, O oh God. It is you that make the locust leap, O oh God. O oh God, it is you, O oh God. It is you. It is you, God. It is you. So, Father, we are asking today to forgive us when we doubt who you are, God. Even in our affliction, God, we're asking you to forgive us of our sins, transgressions, and iniquities, God. That in our human condition, when we are afraid of what we hear and afraid of what we see, oh God, that we remember that you are the almighty God, that you are the controller of all things, God. It was you that set the heavens and the firmaments, God. It was you that created created all things God so today we pray today as you spoke out to Job in his affliction and you reminded him of your greatness and you reminded him of your glory you reminded him of who you are on today God we come humbly before you God and remember your words oh God father that we do not conform to the patterns of this world but be transformed by the renewing of our minds then we will be able to test and approve your will God your good and pleasing and perfect 
perfect will. Uh, that is Romans 12 and 2, God. Uh, on today, God, uh, I demolish uh, every argument and every pretension uh, that sets itself up against the knowledge uh, of God. Uh, and I take captive every thought uh, to make it obedient to Christ, oh God. Uh, hallelujah, Jesus. Uh, Lord, today, we thank you, God, today, that because we believe in you, we have eternal life. Because we believe in you, God, we can walk, God. We can remember your word in Psalm 23, that even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, oh God, Many of us are facing shadows of death. We're in valleys. We're in valleys, God. But God, your word reminds us that we are to fear no evil. That you are there with us. So today, every person, every believer of God around the world, God, we're praying right now as one body because we are one body. That the love of Christ will continue to abide in the hearts of your people, God. That fear will not set in. They will remember the conversation of Job in you, God. Remember who you are, that you are great. There's a song that... My, my, I don't think Myron Williams may be the originator, but I first heard him from him, from him the mighty man of God. He's a, a wonderful minister of music. And the man of God said, my God is big. He's strong. He's mighty. And his plans for me is victory, victory, victory. Now I'm going to say it for all of you. That was personal declaration to me. But I'm going to make it a personal declaration for the body of believers. He says, our God is big. He's strong and he's mighty. And his plans for you is victory, victory, victory. Don't be afraid by the terrors by night. Don't be afraid of the corona virus and all the other things, the cancers, the heart disease, all of those things. Don't be afraid. Walk in the fullness of the God that you serve. Remember who he is. There was nothing, nothing impossible for our Savior. I pray today that this prayer time with you was a blessing. I thank God for each and every one of you today. I thank God for what he's doing in the lives of his people. I said at the beginning of the year that the year 2020 is a year of manifestation. Some of the very things that God has promised many of you on this listening to the podcast. God has promised you some things years ago. That's going to come manifest this year. Many of you are walking into your destinies this year. You're walking into your callings this year, whatever it is, your new businesses, you, you're stepping out on faith. No more fear. 
No more anxiety. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God says he gave us a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. And I pray today as a result of this podcast to always remember that Christ is always available to you wherever you may be. Many call it a a sinner's prayer, but whatever words you feel in your heart and you want to say, you know what? All you have to do based on the word of God is declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart. That God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's Romans 10 and 9. Remember that John 3 and 16 says God so loved the world. That's every person, every ethnic group, every race, every creed. He created all of us. There was not a God that created this group and this. He created all of us in his image. And then he wanted to save the world from the sin and its own destruction. So he sent Jesus Christ, who became the sacrificial lamb, who died on the cross. And on the cross, every sin, everything that we used to have to give, animal sacrifices to wash away the sins, Christ became that lamb and his blood cleansed the world for you and I. That when these fleshly bodies die, because they will one day turn back into dust, that we will have eternal life because our souls live even when our bodies will die. I thank you today. And I pray that you were blessed hearing the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And we thank you for tuning in today. And we pray that you were blessed by today's broadcast. Tune in with us weekly right here on the Podbean app and Apple iTunes. Also, tune in to us on the DFDNW Gospel Radio Station weekly. And if you would like to contact us, email us at Kenya C. Williams Ministries at yahoo.com. And until next time, remember... And now these three things remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. That's 1 Corinthians 13 and 13. And I am Reverend K.C. Williams of King C. Williams Ministries. And remember to give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love endures forever. God bless you. Love you all. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus.